All right. Welcome to the Thick AF Podcast. Welcome back, y'all. This is Emily. And this is Sarah. We are so excited to be here today with you guys. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. It's hump day. (laughs) It's hump day every day in our book, for the most part. I do wish it was Friday, though. It would be nice. I always wish it was Friday. (laughs) Yeah, it will be so good. So what's going on with you? Well, you just got back from the beach. Why don't you tell me how your trip was? It was good. It was um it was good. I my niece was there and then my brother came down for a couple days and um my parent you know, my parents were there, of course. You know, I, I was I hung out with my niece for a very long time and I came back and so funny because we were thinking of like names for our the episode, the last episode, and I couldn't like everything that came to mind had to do with kids like tv shows <laughs> like <laughs> hotel Transylvania, like duh that is um definitely a kids show and i don't know i, I, I you watched can just give credit to your niece that's all right so she, we we watched my dad has always been like emily you should watch bluey it's so good the little kids show have you seen bluey no i think they're australian and they're like little dogs and they're cartoons and it's so cute I never really watched it before, and I was like, oh, my dad's like, I was over at his house one time, and Lola wasn't even, no kids were there. He was like, you want to watch some Bluey? And I was like, seriously? He's like, yeah, it's so good. And I'm like, oh, my God. I was just making fun of him. And then I over, when I went to the beach, we watched Bluey so much. It is so good. It, like, teaches, it's not like little kids shows that are, like, dumb, and they, like, run around and do an adventure, and then they, you know. Now you have to apologize to Granddan. And it's like funny with the parents. Yeah, I know. I did. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize it was actually this good. He's like, I know. I've been telling you it's so good. And they're like, um, I think they're Australian. And so, well, it it didn't have anything to do with Bluey. But um, on the way to the beach, I rode with my dad. My mom drove my car and my dad and I rode in the car with uh, my niece Lola. And so, and she, you know, kids get tired and like bored really easily especially in car rides and she like needed stuff to do so I kept like trying to make stuff up for us to do and so at one point we just I was like let's speak in British accents the whole time and so we were like would you like a spot a tea and she is so funny she would like her her British accent which technically was not obviously not didn't sound British she kept like veering off and sounding like she was French she'd be like oh well I I can't do it it's it's hilarious I wish I had a video of it she also shared an ice cream cone with Butterbean my dog like she got an we got her some ice cream from McDonald's on the way there and she was licking it and she was like "Ooh, Butterbean here and she put it down there and he took this huge bite out of it. it was hilarious oh my gosh she loved it but yeah, we had fun. I'm glad you had fun. I missed you. I feel like we didn't talk a whole lot while you were gone. I and I, it's been two weeks since I've seen you. I know. It was, it's hard for me, especially when I'm with my family. My, I'm, it's, I like am in high demand when I'm with them and they always, <laughs> they want me to do stuff. And if I get, as soon as I get on my phone, it's like, why are you on your phone? You're always on your phone. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm like literally never on my phone. And so i I don't ever pick up my phone. I like leave it in the other room because it's like, oh, God forbid you touch it. Exactly. And then, you know, I also had to like do most of the babysitting type stuff with Lola yeah. because my grandparents, my, not my grandparents, my parents as grandparents, they're good, but they're just like, I'm there and they're like, oh, you got this. And I'm like, I chose not to have children on purpose. I mean, I, 
you know, I don't have children for a reason. So like, why am I getting stuck with the babysitting duties? Okay. Yeah, I don't Even have though that. I love Lola. She's so fun and we have fun together. But like my mom, she gets a little too much. She's like anal. She wants her, she wants everything to be perfect and this and that. You, you, she has to have this and she has to have, do that. And she can't eat this. And uh, you know, it's just like, come on. Yeah, our moms are the same. They're literally the same person. Ugh. And then, but, like, but she's not going to do it. My she's mom's telling me to do it. Here at the end of April and we're going to the beach and it's going to be the same. Like my mom just desperately wants like her visits here to be, you know, great and wonderful, like all the time. And she's prepared for literally everything. I mean, if the, if a, an apocalypse were to happen while she was here, she would have everything that she needs with her to survive. Like a zombie apocalypse? Um, no, I don't know what kind of apocalypse. Like maybe like a COVID-19 again? <laughs> yeah, another sure. Another COVID pandemic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All okay. the cleaning supplies, soap, her own paper towels, probably some fucking okay, I'm like, paper. an apocalypse. Hey, I don't know. What else are you supposed to call it? Like, I mean... I don't know. Call it like a, a pandemic is still like a new term. I feel like even three <laughs> years in. <laughs> well, they did have like the... I don't know. They had that... Never mind. <laughs> so, yeah. What about you? Um, I went to Huntsville this past week and I do have an update. Um, our One of our FMKs from last week. What Can you remind me what the three things were? Do you remember? It was bop it. Skip um, it. And skip some, it. Oh, and light bright. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, light bright. So I think I said that I was going to kill bop it. But and Melanie can argue with me if she wants. She had bop it at her house this weekend and she played it. Why does she have a bop it? Well, she has a niece and a nephew. Oh. And Charlotte had spent the night with her earlier in the week because they were on spring break last week. Um, so I am going to assume that's why it's there. I'm pretty sure Melanie doesn't sit home playing by herself. I mean, probably. Um, but she played and she was like, you have to play. And I was like, no, I really don't want to. Thank you, though. And she was like, no, you're you're playing. And I was were like, were you Fine. bad at it? Huh? Were you bad? No, at I it? beat her. I know. I figured you'd be good at it. This is the same <laughs> as a present wrapping. Like present wrapping, you should stop like telling yourself you're bad at something because you're not. Usually if you try, you're going to be good at it. Like, hello. I hate when people are like, oh, oh, I'm you- not good at that. And I'm like, yes, you are. You didn't even try. We were texting the other day and I was, I forgot about this, but I was with our friend Mason. I think it I think it was on Sunday and I texted Emily and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. Mason doesn't know how to do a dive into the swimming pool. And she was like, we're going to have to go to the swimming pool and have a pool day one day so Mason can learn to dive and you can learn to wrap a present. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was I was like a swim instructor. I was a lifeguard for many of the years in my younger times. And I also like took professional wrapping lessons from my mother. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so Mason and I are going to be in the school of Emily one day. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. One day y'all are going to be better at me than me. <laughs> Look, I've gotten lazy on that present wrapping stuff. Like, I still wrap it, but I'm not, like, trying to be all perfect anymore. Okay. So let's start off with this FMK or hit it off with the FMK. 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 <laughs> Uh, also, known I would as. I would be your backup singer if I could, but um, nobody would listen to the podcast anymore. Listen, if I nobody did. wants to listen to me singing either, <laughs> but I do it anyways because it's funny. Okay, um, so kind of throwing it back to the, I don't know if these are, I think these are '90s, but they might also be '80s and oh, maybe gosh. before. I'm not sure, but okay. some movies. Some kids' movies. Oh, no. All right. So, I'm not a big movie watcher, so I have a fear that I might not have seen. When you were a kid, you were. Okay. okay. 
Okay, so The Brave Little Toaster. Oh, my God. I love that movie. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah. I was afraid. I was like, hopefully she's seen it. Okay, Pippi Longstocking. Have I don't you seen think that? I ever saw it. Oh, that. no. It's so good. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen it? She, like, puts the glue on her shoes and like, walks up the side. And she has, like, her hair. You've never seen Pippi Longstocking? No. Okay, and then The Three Ninjas. You remember them? Yeah, I do. Rocky loves Emily. Rocky loves Emily. Yeah. And it's like Rocky, Tum Tum, and was it what's the other one's name? Oh man, I got it at the tip of my um, tongue. Mm, Rocky, Tom Tom's the youngest one. What's the middle one? I can't remember, but I know what you're talking about. He's got like a oh well. Tom Tom was so cute. He had a little bowl cut with his little yeah gaff in his teeth. <laughs> he was always name? eating something. Colt, Colt, yes, Colt, Rocky, Colt, and Tom Tom. Yep. Yeah, that's okay. Familiar. Okay. Well, do you want me to change the Pippi Longstocking so that let's do like um Yeah, cuz I mean I'm going to kill it otherwise. Let me think of something um else. Okay, so we're switching out Pippi Longstocking with Land Before Time. So you've got what did I say? Brave Little Toaster. Brave Little Toaster. Land Before, Land Time, Before Time. Three, three ninjas. ninjas. Okay. I'm marrying Three Ninjas. For sure. Love a good kid action movie. <laughs> yeah, these are kind of not all in the same um, genre, but, you know. No, and I am going to fuck Land Before Time because, oh my gosh, like, just pulls at your heartstrings. And I have to kill Brave Little Toaster. Oh my gosh, that's I'm so just, sad. I know. I mean, I've seen it, but I'm not, like, I was never super enthralled with it as a kid. But, like, I remember watching Three Ninjas more than one time as well too. as Land Before Time. But I do love the Brave Little Toaster. I think that I'm going to marry Brave Little Toaster because it is kind of an action movie. Yeah, fair. Along with, it's a cartoon, it's an action movie, and it's, like, also sad and happy and all the things. Yep. Um, And then I'm going to fuck the... Three ninjas, because you know what? We should look them up and see what they look like nowadays. Oh my gosh! You're Three ninjas. Really gonna, you're you're gonna kill Land Before Time. Yeah, and I'm killing Land Before Time. I like it, oh but like God. it wasn't really my favorite. Like it was kind of like I wanted to fall asleep. Like if I were to watch it now, I don't really want to watch it oh, anymore. Man, no, I like that one. Okay, so I'm looking at it. Rocky looks like Rocky. Oh my God! Ooh, <laughs> let me see. It's Michael Trainer. He looks familiar. Like he's from. He's let me in see something else. Oh, yeah, not bad. But look at this picture. He kind of looks scary. Yeah, yeah. He's got like a... He kind of looks like a... Um, like a wrestler. Yes, a, a UFC boxer guy. But fighter. look how cute he was when he was little. <laughs> like, he looks like uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he's not that John- cute I wrote anymore. to the Jonathan Taylor Thomas fan club, let me tell you. I wrote that letter. <laughs> I, I was I kissed the back of that envelope before no I sent way. it in the mail. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. That's <laughs> wild. Okay. So, all right. Let's look at Colt. His name is Max Elliot Slade. Uh-oh. He's a little, uh, he looks the same. Didn't but like, age well. Well, not, he, eh. he just like not my, not my brand. Look at that one. Nope. Yeah. And then let's look at uh, Tom Tom. Where is he? Tom Tom. His name is Chad Power. Oh, he's like a poker player or something now. He's <laughs> kind of hot in this picture. Oh, you know. Oh, Yeah. Um, this other picture, he does not look so hot. He's got like this gold, like glittery jacket on. But like, okay, he's a poker player. Um, let me see. They didn't age too poorly, but nobody's. Tom Tom's the best. <laughs> nobody's delicious looking. <laughs> All right. Now it's time for news and reviews. News and reviews. News and reviews. <laughs> news and reviews. News and reviews. News and reviews. News and reviews.
throw one out there. Oh, so tonight, um, I, I just have to brag on Home Chef for a minute. Uh, Brandon cooked dinner tonight and it was one of our, you know, home chef meals or whatever, but they have their shit together. Their food is delicious is packaged so well. Um, I love getting their boxes and I, the Birmingham FedEx center warehouse, whatever distribution center had some issues a while back. And so I quit getting home chef because I just like wasn't getting boxes or they were super late or whatever. Um, but they have since figured their lives out and now I am able to get home chef again. And it is my favorite box out of all of them. What was the one that you were getting when we were making them before? Um, well, it depends. Uh, I had, I was getting, I used to have this um, thing through work where we would get points and we could spend them on things and every plate in HelloFresh, which are sister companies, um, we could get either one of those boxes. So it could have been that, but one was time, every plate. one time that you had dinner, that curry fish that we had, uh-huh. that was Marley Spoon. That oh, was Martha that, Stewart. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So, but also just to let you know. Sarah's not getting paid for this. I'm not getting paid for that. No. This is just it, pure pure reviews. Opinion. Yeah. Pure opinion. No payment. No payment necessary. All right. What else you got? Um. Uh, okay. So I ordered some summertime clothes from Torrid and I usually have really, really good luck with them. And I got two things that I knew I was kind of going to be iffy about just based on the clothes clothes that I'm comfortable in and you know the way my body looks right now or whatever and I got these I love neon colors especially in the summer like when I have a tan like I will wear hot pink neon yellow green whatever I love all of it and so I bought these like neon green linen shorts I was so excited to get them because I was like I'll wear it like I'll wear a crop top we've talked about this before I do not care I will wear a crop top. I don't have a problem showing my my tummy. Um, and they were dry clean only, which is a That's major a, no for yeah, me. Yeah, nobody should make anything dry clean That was clean my only. fault. Well, and that was well, my fault because like, I didn't look ahead of time. It's hard. like Or have like a big ass disclaimer instead of making yes. me go to the product details or whatever. But the other problem with the shorts is that they were completely like see-through, not to my skin, but like the lining of the pockets in the front and the back you could see. So you could just tell everything else was unlined and it looked funny. So they just looked weird because I like I was looking at myself in the mirror and I had, you know, underwear on, obviously, and it was a little bit darker than like skin tone underwear as if I had a tan or something and it it just looked so stupid and I was like I can't imagine what this is gonna look like if I tuck a shirt in you know whatever (laughs) like this is gonna look so dumb and so those are going back yeah I don't understand why like places make those the shorts that they make but like that for summer in or double right? double layer them or whatever. get a different material who knows? i don't yeah like, I, don't I don't know because the shorts were very cute like i liked them they were a good length they fit me well i did enjoy that they had pockets but i just felt like i was gonna be super judgmental of my own self every time i tried to style them and i, I was like i have to stop keeping clothes then i'm like well maybe i can figure out how to style this so i just said no and i'm sending those back and The other thing that I got and but I got these overalls and they like tie at the top so they're not like buckle overalls or anything like that. They were so stupid looking. Were they pants overalls? No, they were shorts. Okay. They were long enough. They had pockets, but I don't know. I I don't know if they thought my 
back was going to be fatter or something, but they were like hanging loose in the back and it wouldn't have mattered how tight I tight them. You want to know why? It's because that booty sticks out so far. (laughs) (laughs) I got the same problem, honey. Because your booty sticks out more than your back do, okay? You got a a back do. (laughs) Your booty stick out more than your back do. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it was... And I had like a sports bra when I was trying it on, so which could have also like, you know, given me an idea of what a crop top would look like under there. It was so damn stupid looking. I was like, I can't with this. This is awful. And I, I've had a pair of overalls that I got a long time ago from Forever 21, and I loved them. I was really kind of hoping to have something, you know, just kind of comfortable or whatever. No, not happening. Yeah. Throwback to the days when I was younger, me and my friend Allie, um, we had, we, one of our parents, I don't know which one, my mom or her mom took us to like Kmart back in the day. I think it was Kmart. We had a K, I don't even know if there's a Kmart anymore. And they had like Mickey Mouse overalls and we got matching Mickey Mouse overalls and they, they had like all the people on it, like goofy and like everybody. <laughs> and I love those. So I wore those out. We, we always had matching bathing suits. We had matching everything. Our parents, well, I don't know. One of them would go out and be like, I bought <laughs> Allie and Emily like <laughs> matching bathing suits. And I loved it. So shout out to Allie. But, uh, I remember those overalls. I love them. I wish I still had them, but obviously can't fit into them anymore. No, so. I really wanted the overalls to work because I see like all kind of like, you know, jersey knit material, like just kind of, you know, pull on either shorts or long overalls, you know, that you could just wear like a white tank top underneath and be really, you know, comfy, cozy, whatever. But I just feel like I would look like I'm in a paper bag. It's unfortunate. And I know that that's a me thing. Like I could wear them and they could be cute. And but I just I don't think I would feel comfortable. Right. And if you don't feel comfortable, what's the, you know, like, there's no reason to wear it. Like that, that to me is like comfort, comfort, like physical comfort. And then like mental comfort. Yeah, for sure. Like big, big time. Oh, 100%. And I did get a couple other things. I got a pair of like crop black jeans or whatever that are um, kind of not quite wide leg, but they're not skinny. Um, And then I got this, it's a cropped t-shirt, but it's not cropped like a straight size person's crop t-shirt would look like uh, okay. it's a little bit longer so like I am so it's gonna, like wider and longer yes. <laughs> you know what I mean like yes and I, I am gonna it keep looks it cropped kind of yeah I am gonna keep it though because I put it on with the black shorts and it's really cute it's like a coral color kind of like um what they call it like not like acid washed a little bit or whatever and yeah. it says hell just hello on the front of it and some of the letters are in leopard and it was really cute all right you got any more news or reviews no but i think you have one okay so (laughs) 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 okay so i got a couple of these things all right so last night was it last night yeah last night i'm watching the news and i'm like what's going on on this news i see this like it looks like police or something and there's like a horse and i turn it up and i'm like what is this and they said there's a miniature horse or a pony. I don't know what the, I think there's a difference. I'm not sure. Somebody can tell us, but on the loose in some neighborhood. So there's like a little Locally baby horse. here? Yes, in Birmingham. I thought like, you <laughs> meant at the beach. No, this, this is that here. There. No, this literally <laughs> happened in Birmingham, somewhere around here. And okay. I'm like, oh, what in the world? It took them like hours to catch this horse. They were trying to <laughs> lure it in with like fuckers. snacks. Yeah. And it's like a baby horse. Yeah. It was not like, I don't know if it's like, <laughs> or like jumping up on people or what. 
And I'm like, oh my God, you see this? And the there are police and all the people, the neighbors were out there trying to get it. They finally, it took them hours to get this horse. Okay. Well, they get it and they're like, okay, they finally got the, they finally caught the horse after so many hours. They're trying to find the owners. So I guess nobody knows who the owners are. So they're like, well, while they keep it, since they don't know the who the owners are, they're calling it genuine. <laughs> like, because, you know, genuine's got that song, Pony. <laughs> Oh my god! I thought it was the funniest thing. I was like, "Who came? Some Who came hilarious person <laughs> came up with that." I want to meet that person. They are they made me crack up. So, anyways, that's that, hysterical. That's my first news. Uh, second like news is that have you heard about pantry porn? No. Do you know what? Okay, pantry no. porn apparently is like. So, like, you know how, like, the, I follow the home edit. And you know how they always post stuff about, like, cleaning out people's pantries and redoing them. And they've got all the cool shelves, shelving stuff and all the stuff from the container store. Yeah. And they, like, make it all, like, rainbow, you know, colored and everything's organized. So, apparently, those pictures of that are called pantry porn. It's like, oh. oh yeah. Okay. So, like, oh, you have a really nice pantry. It's, like, turning me on or something. Okay. Okay. Well, according to somebody, I don't know where this came out. And I, I just heard this, that apparently pantry porn is like racist because according to whoever, it's because pan- nice pantries can only be afforded by suburban housewives who like have a lot of money, I guess, and like stay at home. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I was like, huh? I was like, seriously? I was like, I mean, I guess that makes sense. But like, seriously, we're t- we're, why are we making pictures of pantries racist now? Like, just because, very, yeah. just because you want to have a nice pantry does not mean that you are a racist person or that you are like contributing to somebody else not being able to have something. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Anybody can have an organized pantry. Right. It may just not have the containers. And it may not be huge like these walk-in closets. Right. Like, I get that. That's not. But that like doesn't an eighth mean of the size of a real closet. I mean, my pantry is tiny. I don't even have a pantry. I have to use the cabinets in my kitchen yeah. for my pantry. Yeah, you do. Have, yeah, your pantry is a cupboard. Yeah. yeah. I have no pantry. So, like, look, I just think it's very interesting that somebody brought that. Like, ha- wh- have we gone to such. the point where there's there's not enough to talk about that somebody's making stuff up about? I was l- going to say the same thing. Is there not enough to worry about? And now we have to start calling pantry porn racist. Yeah. Like, no, you can't post your pantry online anymore because you might offend somebody. Yeah. Speaking of porn, actually, I haven't watched it yet, but I will just make this wreck because oh I think it's probably going to be interesting. There's a new documentary on Netflix. Netflix about Pornhub. Oh, I saw that. It's been Money on there Shot. for a minute. I know. Yeah. I watched the trailer. I watched I'll, I'll the probably one watch about. It. I watched the one about OnlyFans. I don't know if it was on Hulu or if it was on Netflix. But Melanie and I watched that one last weekend. It was interesting. I mean, I just I think that it's that industry is very interesting to me. It is. Okay, so I have one more review, and okay. I'm old. I am late to the party with this stuff. Oh and no, you probably okay. already know about it. But I'm like super late to the party. Like I think somebody told me about this a lot, like three years, four years ago or something. But I just never got it. And so now I finally got it. And because they have it at Publix. And I was like, hmm, here I am. Which is, I mean, that's pretty par for the course for me because I'm pretty late to is everything. Is this what you showed me a little while ago? Did I show it to you? 
No, I guess not. Oh, no, no, no. Not okay. that tortellini stuff okay. that I ate tonight. No, no. <laughs> she showed me microwave tortellini. <laughs> yeah, they have this like, microwave. We'll talk about that too. Um, <laughs> microwave tortellini. So the just bare lightly breaded chicken breast chunks or like chicken breast. I think I think I got the chicken tenders. You can get this. Have you had this before? It's like uh-uh. a green bag. They Somebody told me that they had it at Costco, but apparently. and it I real thought, chicken? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I assume it is. Tastes like it. No, it says... No antibiotics ever, blah, 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 boneless, skinless. And it tastes, it's like a dupe of Chick-fil-A. And it is so good. You can put it in the microwave. I mean, you can cook it different ways. Yeah. But like, I just buy the Chick-fil-A sauce and like some wraps and like put that stuff in the microwave for lunch. It takes like four minutes or something. Oh my gosh. And and then you've got like a wrap for your, or or you can do the same. You get it at where? At Publix? At Publix. It is like $15 a bag though. And I think that was on sale. Yeah. But I calculated it. If you if I were to go to Chick Fil A every day, and buy like the sandwich or whatever, it's way cheaper. It's still way cheaper. Okay. Because I do have the Chick Fil A back here, and I, I really like to go there. <laughs> <laughs> and they send me like things. They send me free stuff. Try to get me to go, and I'm like, I hate y'all. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah, I'll have to try that. I'm definitely interested in it. Yeah, Anything it's so good to have like an easy lunch. At and home. I think it's like better for you. You can put it in the air fryer if you want. It probably yeah. tastes good. I don't have yeah. an air fryer, but. I think you can do it in the oven too. I don't know, but it's e- I mean, it's super easy. And it tastes. I was afraid that if you put it in the microwave, it wouldn't taste as good. Yeah, it tastes great. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yep. Cool. All righty. Moving on on. Moving on on. Moving <laughs> on on. All right. So yeah. yesterday I was watching videos. I was, you know, whatever. I was just scrolling through Instagram trying to figure out what we were going to talk about on the podcast. And she sent me about 4,000 videos. I know. You'll know that I'm on social media when I send a million because I'm like, oh my gosh, this video is hilarious. And that's why I don't get on social media because I get tied up in it. It's real bad. Um, so I sent Sarah this video of this girl and she's like talking about she's flipping how how do I say this? Flipping the narrative, I would say, because she's not playing, like, not acting like her husband, per se. She's sort of saying things that, that he like, would say normally. a typical husband, and we say typical, like, I mean, this is suppo- supposed to be satirical, but right. also not, I guess. I mean, and just kind of flipping the narrative on if if a mom said this, like, People can would you like, imagine? Yeah, can you imagine this? Yeah. So she's kind of like say she's like, oh my god, my husband, he's like that too. Every time I go home, he's like, can you make a doctor's appointment? And I'm like, how am I supposed to make a doctor's appointment? I didn't even know the kids yeah. go to the doctor. <laughs> like, kids have a doctor? What? Yeah, and was like, I mean, how do I know to pick up the kids from school unless you know he tells unless me? Unless you to tell pick me, up the kids. yeah. <laughs> and it's like we have three kids and. You know, when I go to bed at night, our house is a mess. And then when I wake up, it's clean. And I just tell her she needs to relax because it all gets done. Yeah, you need to chill out. (laughs) Like, basically, like, stop yelling at me. It'll get done. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, you know, he complains that I never wake up with the baby. I don't hear the baby when I'm sleeping. Yeah. Like, you know, all those kind of things that are, you know, probably, (laughs) you know, struggles and frustrations that you know most moms have i would say i mean obviously we don't have that firsthand and like even even somebody that even not a mom maybe like a wife or somebody that has to have kids or somebody a girlfriend you know grandma who knows like somebody that is living with somebody that's like maybe it doesn't have to do with kids necessarily yeah so in the spirit of women's history month emily sent this to me and i 
had attended um, a forum at work by our diversity, equity, and inclusion team. I'm going to do my best here to um, relay kind of what we talked about, but it kind of tied into, you know, what she sent me and basically saying, you know, women are exhausted, (laughs) you know, all the time. And the premise of what we discussed yesterday in that forum was invisible disabilities and invisible disabilities are things like cognitive dysfunction, chronic fatigue, um, sensory processing disorders, um, autoimmune disorders, depression, diabetes, visual impairments, or any, you know, trauma that you may have experienced. So these are disabilities that by somebody looking at you, you looking at them, you're not going to visually be able to see that disability. But that indiv- the invisible disability is going to be something that impacts a person's ability to learn or work. Um, So, I mean, it could be anyone from a child who has, let's say, dyslexia in school um, or has, you know, traumatic experiences at home and, you know, they're not participating socially in school and that sort of thing and trying to kind of get down to, you know, the reason behind that. And the guest speaker that we had yesterday was explaining that women are impacted by this far more uh, than men are. And I think that video kind of goes to show, you know, why, why that happens and just the expectations overall that are put on women and things like chronic fatigue that, you know, doesn't have specific treatment and <clears throat> nor do, you know, we really kind of understand why it happens even when you have, you know, something like a healthy sleep schedule and that sort of thing. So, there's all that, you know, information. But I think it's something that people, you know, don't really probably know about and don't really understand. And I think um, sometimes it's hard to empathize with that, especially when it's not something that's visible. Um, yeah, so this this is something that when you sent it to me and told me about it, I was a little confused because you said like fatigue and things like that. And then I'm like, hold on, a disability like fatigue, just just because I'm tired doesn't mean that I have a disability. Just because I'm anxious or have anxiety sometimes doesn't mean I have a disability. But we would say, so you would say like chronic fatigue syndrome or something like that would probably have be like an invisible disability. But also... I started thinking about it and reading up on this. And I think that like, for instance, pregnancy, when when women are pregnant, that would be a like a an invisible disability because you especially if you can't you haven't told people that you're pregnant yet. You have like um, morning sickness. You're you know, obviously it's nobody knows what you're feeling, you know, when that's happening. You haven't told anybody yet, that kind of thing. And you're going through, you know, you're trying to make sure your body is like healthy and whatever so that you can carry your baby to term, but like you don't want to tell anybody yet, especially, you know, that that goes on for like, you know, at least the first trimester. Usually I don't think people tell, like announce it normally. Right. Um, migraines are another thing. And, you know, I can relate to yeah. that. Having like bad headaches and be, not being able to like go lay down or like be in a dark room. And when you're at work and that happens and you're like, I need to go home. Like me working from home is nice. I can just be like, I got to go lay down for a few minutes and see if this goes away. Take some, you know, Excedrin or whatever. So like that kind of thing. But, I, you know, I was kind of thinking about it and I'm like, okay, they're also saying like anxiety. So mm-hmm. anxiety and depression, I would say, and because I feel like this is kind of controversial to me. It, it, it 
it might be not everybody, but I think about it and I'm like, okay, well, I get anxious a lot and I deal with it and I don't tell anybody at work and nobody, nobody is like allowing me to not do my work not do my job because I have anxiety or because I have this, I'm depressed or blah, blah, blah. You have to kind of like leave your stuff at home. But I guess I started thinking more into it. And I was like, you know, I guess the point of it is that everyone has stuff that they have to deal with. And like, you know, I don't know anybody that hasn't been like sad or anxious or whatever at some point. But like the main point to me, and maybe you can agree or disagree, is that just to be aware of other people, and what they're going through, because they may be going through things at home or in their personal life, and you don't even know about it. And they may have they may have migraines, they may be pregnant, they may have anxiety or depression or like OCD or something like that, that they can't, they don't want to talk about because they don't want to feel like they are less than or be judged at work, and just treat them better, treat people better. Like Absolutely. Stop, yeah. I mean, you never know, you know, what somebody else's struggle is until you walk a mile in their shoes. And that may be something that you're never able to do. So the least that you can do is empathize and sympathize with people and step back for a second and not be so judgmental over what somebody, you know, might be going through. And I think that as, you know, we continue progressing in the corporate world, you know, unlimited PTO has come into play and that's a big, huge factor. But I think, you know, longer um, bereavement and longer um, maternity, paternity leave, those kind of things are being implemented. But now that's, you know, these invisible disabilities world is being brought to the forefront. I think it's something that companies, you know, seriously need to consider. I will, you know, never forget at my old job, uh, it was when I lost Greta, my original dog, and it happened on a Sunday and I did not want to go to work on Monday, but I knew that my boss would not have responded well to that respected, you know, me, my decision to not come to work or my mental health. Like it was, it, it didn't matter. And that is such a crappy feeling to have, you know, in a workplace to just go and sit there and, you know, be miserable and and feel like you can't, you know, be sad or take a beat and, you know, right. kind of go through that grieving process because it's not going to be respected and it's going to be frowned upon. Right. I'm, so and I've also felt like this for stuff, not stuff like that, but not necessarily things like that, like going to a doctor's appointment, things like that, um, being needing to like take a break and go, go go get lunch for an hour. Yeah. At my job, I feel bad for doing that. Like, and it's not, it's, it's me mostly, but like, it's a lot of, and I, I say this, it's in my, what I feel, how I feel is that right. I am expected to be available. Right. They may not necessarily expect me to be available, but like what, maybe what employers and bosses and things like that could do is like make these things, like make these things more uh, acceptable. So like put on your out of office or tell everybody, Hey, I've got to take it today. I'm taking a, a me day today. I'm taking a, uh, and that what do they should call be it? okay. A, yeah. A, a mental, mental health, health day. day. Yeah. And Absolutely. so that, so that you can make that accepted and that other people will be like, oh, well, my boss is doing it. So now I can do because you get your if even if you I know you have like unlimited PTO, but like you get your time off, you have the time and you should be able to use it as you please. You shouldn't. And it, it's sad when we can't tell people why we need to tell. Well, like, I, I don't want to tell people it, I'm going on vacation. 
because I don't, or, but I don't, I don't want them to think, oh, well, you're going to have fun when we're working. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I agree with that. And I think the other, you know, aspect of it is it's not always anyone's business. It's what's going on. And just like you talk about, you know, somebody being pregnant and not, you know, ready to tell anybody yet. That's their business. You should not need to say anything more than, you know, I am not going to be at work today. You know, if I need to be out longer than that, then I will communicate that with you. And that should be it. I know that's it sad though, never, but you don't you feel like if you need to be out, you have to be like, I'm sick or I have this or I don't know if that's, that's just how I feel. I feel like I have to tell somebody, hey, I'm doing this. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I feel, and I've gotten better about it at my new job, but like there were, in the beginning I was like, I'm going to, you know, go grab lunch or I need to go run this errand on my lunch or whatever. My boss is finally like, you don't have to tell me these things. Yeah. And he's like, you know, thank you for the heads up. But like, you don't have to tell me what you're doing all the time. And I was just like, okay. And it was just sort of like a trauma response from my previous job. Yeah. And that sucks. So um, another, we had a second guest speaker yesterday and she, you know, talked about after her second child, she did have some, you know, major complications with her pregnancy and delivery and then, you know, experienced, um, you know, postpartum afterwards. And I think that people, you know, don't understand that if like I know that I can't ever understand that because I've, you know, never been pregnant. I've never had that, you know rush of hormones afterwards and you know all that so I I it's you know something that I don't you know firsthand understand but it was very interesting um you know to hear her explain you know the difficulties that she went through after giving birth because she said you know there was a months in and I think she was in the hospital for a while after um and you know, she wasn't bonding with her child and she felt like she, you know, hadn't given birth because of, you know, the way that her delivery went and that sort of thing. And um, it was, you know, a little bit dissociative from, you know, this baby that she had just birthed and finally, you know, decided to, you know, get therapy and, you know, was diagnosed with postpartum. And I mean, that's something that, you know, people don't see, you know, I think, I don't know if she was quite back to work yet or whatever, but, you know, having to put on a brave face, whether it be postpartum or anything else, anxiety, depression, you know, things that you're going through at home, a divorce even, you know, I wouldn't say divorce in and of itself is an invisible disability, but the emotions that come along with that can be crippling sometimes. I mean, a lot of people say divorce is like a death. I mean, it's the death of your marriage and things like that. And that you know, it's is hard for people to understand. And I think for a really long time, it has always been, a, you know, you show up at work and you put your, you know, game face on and you do whatever it is that you have to do to get through it. And I think for a very long time that mental health, you know, was not something that was acknowledged, recognized. And I don't think people cared a whole lot. Um, you know, about that side of things. And they just expected you to come in, you were getting a paycheck, and you were supposed to do the work that you're expected to do. Well, I I agree with that. Like, I think that people didn't, you know, necessarily talk about mental health and stuff. And people are, you know, starting, not starting, but we are continuing to talk about mental health, and it's getting better, blah, blah, blah. But I do believe I feel that how do I say this, Um, going back to work and putting on your face, like, it's a it's a it's a way to move on so it's kind of like getting up every day going to work you have to do this that's 
the world keeps turning. And if you don't have something to help you do that, then you can sit in that dump that you're in for the rest of your life. Or you can get up and you, you're like, you know what? Nobody cares about this. I have to get, I have to do what I have to do. And that's just how it is. I do think that we, everyone should be kind to each other and know what that, you know, sometimes people go through things and it's hard, but I, I don't necessarily think like a divorce is a disability. And I don't think you should be like given additional like time off for going through a divorce. I do think, well, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, I, I will have to say, I just don't agree with you as not a hundred percent anyways. Do I understand what you're saying about, you know, just doing the things that you normally do every day in life to you as to move on as part of a coping mechanism? Sure. Do I think that that, you know, just putting a brave face on and saying screw it and trying to grin and bear it every day is going to get you through something? No, not always. And so I, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, that's what therapy's for. Well, sure. And, and I encourage folks, you know, to seek therapy if they're, you know, going through things. Absolutely. I mean, there is somebody out there, you know, to talk to always. I know. Um, but it's it, therapy. Therapy is also not the only answer. I don't I, don't, I mean, of course. Well, what do not, you think that they should that they should do to accommodate somebody who maybe went through a divorce? And is well, I mean, that was just an example. Well, yeah, I think but that's that or any type of depression, you should be able to reach out death. to, yeah, you reach out to your manager, your company, your HR, whatever you need to do. And that's when you take your mental health days. Oh, well, yeah, but like, yeah, I I'm get not, that mental health days, but okay, yeah, I'm just, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not saying if you get a divorce, you should be given X number of days off. No, it does not work like that. There's going to be ups and downs throughout your divorce process. And when you need to take those mental health days, you take them. Right. Yeah, exactly, but that's that's hopefully nobody's ever at. saying, oh, well, you've got this time off, but you can't take it because you're saying that you got a divorce and you're sad, you know. Again, I don't think it's anybody's business, you know, why exactly. you're taking time off. And I think that the judgment behind, you know, why somebody's taking off, you know, is it that needs to go away. Right. For sure. Unless it, you know, becomes something where it's, you know, consistent absenteeism and that sort of thing, then you need to have a conversation, you know, with your employer or whatever, because I do understand, you know, if productivity, you know, drops as a result of whatever the absenteeism, I understand that. But I mean, if we're just talking, you know, a day, you know, here or there, then there should be right. no questions asked. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. It just, you know. I think it also depends on the the type of job, the type of boss, you know that. Kind oh, of thing. absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean it. The the way that I, you know, ha- I, I just I have such a good working relationship right now that like I just I feel comfortable telling my manager just about everything. Like I had my one on one with him after that forum yesterday, and I you know told him because my sister and I work for the same company, and I was messaging her while this was happening, and I was like. You know, I feel like I have undiagnosed chronic fatigue. I'm always tired. I can't get started in the morning very easily. And I and she was like, girl, me too. And I was like, but I'm not like I'm not joking about this. Like I'm being serious right now. And she was like, no, I am. I am too. Like and so today this morning she and I, you know, connected and I was like, this morning was a much better morning for me. I got up, I, you know, took a shower and put makeup on immediately. And like, I've had a better morning. And th- I mean, that's just something that I have to work through, you know, by myself instead of, you know, snoozing my alarm 75 times and letting myself just, you know, increasingly get more and more exhausted as those alarms go off. You know, I have to, you know, figure that out. But I was telling my boss that and I was saying it, you know, just 
sort of kind try to be funny, but also like just throwing it out there because that's where my head is at right now. And I have to figure out, you know, why I'm feeling so tired and things like that. And that's just something that, you know, I've got to work out. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre to me to only be 35 years old. You know, we talk about ourselves being old and things like that every now and again, but like we got a long way to go. And if we're already this tired, like what the hell? Right. What's 20 years from now going to look like? I've always kind of been like this. And my mom was like, like had this same issue. Like I remember, you know, being younger, my mom, like I would have to wake her up in the morning to take it. She would same thing as me sleep through her alarms. Uh, She's, she didn't even have an alarm. I would have to set my own alarm and then wake her up. And then we would wake her up and she'd be like 10 more minutes. So we'd have to wake her up like really early. Yeah. And then we'd have to, I'd have to, we'd have to go down and make her coffee, stuff like that, like random stuff to get her to take us to school. Um, sorry, mom for telling everybody, but like, it's the truth. And I'm sure that there are other moms that had to, had the same thing. Right. So like, I see that in me like and I think it is a genetic thing I think there's a factor in that um yeah with the sleeping I just situation I know I just wonder so much because my mom also has trouble sleeping and and I do too and a lot of it is anxiety for both of us and like just making lists in your head of the things that need to be done tomorrow worrying about like what I'm gonna wear to something which is so stupid but like these are the things that I cannot shut my brain off at night and think about and you know I have been sleeping better in over the last you know three four months whatever but it's still not enough to make me not exhausted all the damn time yeah I have I have weird things when I like lay down to go to bed at night. It's so strange. It's like I don't it's funny to me that you um think about what you're going to wear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not I wish that's what I thought about before I went to bed. <laughs> well, I mean, I think about I would, a lot of other stuff too, but like that is definitely and I think that's probably like a self-confidence thing for me. Well, you also are very into like making sure you have the perfect outfit all the time. I am not like, I'm just like, I don't know what I'm wearing, something black (laughs) and hopefully it looks good. And usually I'll be like scrambling. I'll be like, man, I thought this was going to look good in my head. And then I put it on and I'm like, this looks terrible. But But like, you know what? I'm wearing it anyways. but, But I won't do that. If it looks, if, if I don't feel good in it, then I'm having like a last minute, like, not pan- not physical panic attack, but like I'm just overwhelmed with anxiety because I'm not about to walk out of the house in something that I don't feel confident in. Well, I don't either. I change clothes like four times and then I'm like, yeah, well, you have to... That stresses me out. I've done I, my hair and my makeup at that point. So it's bullshit. At this point, so what so I do... I think about it at night. What you need to do, maybe this will help, probably won't, but we'll see. <laughs> what I do is I say, okay, I, I've changed clothes four or five, how many times I've changed it. All my clothes are everywhere. And I'm like, oh my gosh, now I'm going to have to come home and clean off all my clean up everything that I threw all over my bed because I don't have time to no, put it up now I'm, I'm and clean as I go I hang that shit back up and, and put it somewhere oh I don't because I'm like oh I'm gonna put this on and then I'll try this on and I'm like maybe I'll wear this and then it's like all over my bed and I'm like oh what did I do so then but what I do is I'm like okay well Emily I put it on and I'm like which one looks the best and I'm like I hate all of them they all suck and then I, I'm like, well, this is what you have. This is the hand you've been dealt, basically. <laughs> you have these four things to choose from. You have to choose one now. You have zero time to do it. Do it now. Pick it and go. Because like literally, what are you going to do? Go shopping? No. Like there's nothing to do. Like, go to an old faithful in the Or not go. It's, <laughs> I, I would rather go and have fun and 
you know what? People probably, they there are probably some people, I know some people will probably say, they'd all be like, what the hell are you wearing? And I'd be like, like people, I would think, I don't know. You, so you wouldn't say that. I would no. say it. I'd be like, if you can't showed up and you looked homely, like I do most of the time, I would be like, Sarah, because <laughs> you always look put together. You always look put together as Not well. Not normal. It's always just black. Yes, you do. Well, it doesn't thank you. matter if it's black. Okay, well. Who cares? It's your signature color. It is my signature color. But, okay, so anyway, what I'm just trying to say is that, what was the point of my story? Oh, I would rather go and have fun and I not care about... Most of the time, nobody's really, once you get there, nobody's really caring about what you're wearing. A hundred thousand And who, except for yourself. Exactly. And as long as I'm comfortable in it. But I am my hardest critic. And that is why I make sure I'm physically comfortable in it. Yeah. If I'm physically comfortable, the mental will come and I'll just be like, you know what? You have to get there. And I would rather do that than stay home and not go. Oh, I would never stay home. I would go pull an old faithful out of my closet that I may have already been photographed in or wore to like the similar See, event. That, and like, I feel like I wish that I had enough clothes to wear and not have be photographed in it again. Like I feel like I need to come <laughs> shopping in y'all's closets because I'm like, do y'all just wear it once and throw it away? No, definitely not. Because I mean, I, I definitely think that like I – I don't get dressed as often now because I'm not going into an office. So I think part of the reason why I struggle so much now is because I'm not getting dressed on a regular basis. And so when I it comes time to like putting outfits together, I just am not doing. I have like the same five shirts and like the same 100 black dresses, which I really don't have 100 (laughs) of them, but pretty much. I mean, I have a lot. And they all basically, so remember that one time, oh my gosh, Mason, where were we? We were at the pool. And one night, the night before we all went out, that was the night that Aaron and Santana met, I think. We were, I was wearing a black dress. Okay. And I really liked that dress. Well, the next day I go to the pool and I'm wearing a black dress cover up. That is not the (laughs) same black dress. It looked very similar. And Mason's like, were you wearing the same dress from last night? And I was like, honey, this is a different dress. I have like five of the the pool and like a walk of shame. Yeah, it wasn't even like it wasn't even the same brand. Like I just I just like that style of dress. It looks good on me. I have a bunch of the same black dresses. Don't worry. Listen, we live in Alabama and I, again, am a I keep calling myself a big bitch. I need to quit. But I got curves and all that jazz. And during the summer, we be sweating. You got to wear black. Okay, so that's how I feel. The black helps with no pit stains and things like that. It also makes you look slimming. Or boob sweat. People are like, why are you wearing black in the summertime? It's too hot to wear black. And I'm like... Because it looks better. Like, well, also, if you I wear don't your... like to wear shorts. Oh, no, I don't ever like, wear shorts. I, I'm, uh, I mean, uh, now I'm all about the tennis skirts in the summer and whatever. I don't because... even wear a tennis skirt. No, I'll wear a tennis skirt in the summer for sure. Dress or pants? Not out. I mean, me. not out. Oh. I'm talking about like my athleisure in the summer is not going to be like Nike shorts and a tank top. No, that's not happening. I'm going to wear a tennis skirt or my yoga pants that I wear all the damn time. I'm just going to have my Birkenstocks on instead of sneakers. There you go. See, I don't, I don't wear, I don't wear the only only shorts I that like I have wearing, nowadays. I don't like wearing jeans in the summer. No. But I wear, yeah, no, Mm-mm. no, I wear a dress. <laughs> I mean, I keep jean shorts at home just in case, but like, no. I don't, I don't own jean shorts and I will never because I don't, <laughs> I don't buy regular shorts that like zip up. I don't even buy shorts. Uh, the only shorts that I own, I have like two pairs of shorts. Zip up. <laughs> yeah, I have two pairs of shorts. I think it might be three. 
that I got from Target on a day that I was about to go kayaking and was like, I've got to wear some shorts because every, I feel like the people I was going with are more, I was going to wear a dress because I always do. I wear a dress when I, and I like it better because when you sit down, you can pull it up. And if you get your bottom wet, you're not sitting in wet shorts. Yeah. Like I'm, or sitting, you know, so, but I was like, I got to go get some shorts because people are going to think I'm an idiot wearing a dress (laughs) to kayaking. And so I'm like, whatever. I go buy some shorts last minute at Target and I get these shorts and I will never wear them ever again because I saw a picture of myself and I was like, oh, what was I thinking? But I do wear them. The only time I wear them, I kept them because they're very comfortable to wear when I go to sleep, but only when no one is here. <laughs> no one will ever see me in those shorts. They look so bad. I mean, they're they're just like regular. I just have, I don't like my legs in shorts. I just don't like my don't body either. in shorts. Yeah. It's just not good. Well, I just have the same problem that I have with, you know, jeans or whatever is that like, I have to buy them bigger to like fit over my hips and my butt and then they're too big in the waist and I have to wear a belt and it's just like a whole thing. Well, so my, with the shorts, like athletic shorts like that, because they make them so short, you know, and my butt sticks out so much and my hips are so big, the waist, like the elastic waist that goes around it, I can't push it down over my hips because it just slides back. It like zoop oh, slides back up. And then my, my butt tummy, my yeah. butt cheeks are hanging out the bottom. 100%. And I'm like, this is not right. So I like wear them and I like take the dogs out in the morning and I'll be like, I hope nobody's looking. I can get a, a video from my camera in the back. I need to, yeah. I need to see what these shorts look like. So for Valentine's day, um, I can't remember if I talked about this or not, but Brandon got me pajamas, like matching pajamas. So um, I think that they came from Amazon. The shorts are so short, I basically don't even need to have them on. (laughs) (laughs) Did they give you like a a wedgie, like a front wedgie? (laughs) No, no front wedgie. They are up, like my butt cheeks are hanging out the bottom. And he was like, ooh, I like those. And I was like, dude, I ain't wearing these. No, we'll be wearing some panties and that's about it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like I put them on one time and I'll like, I wear granny panties to bed because that's just what's comfortable for me. I wear granny panties like all the time. (laughs) Granny panties are no panties. I have, I own like several thongs. And I think that I'm going to wear them and then I put them on and I'm like, nope. (laughs) And I will bring a change of panties if I go out and I'm like, I'm wearing a thong or I will just take them off in the bathroom and be like, I can't wear these anymore. Oh my gosh. Well, anyways, I, my underwear was literally hanging out of the bottom of these shorts because the underwear came was down bigger farther. than the pants yes! or the shorts. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't see how that's comfortable for your butt cheeks to be hanging out. Like, Listen. Maybe if my butt cheeks were smaller. But I don't think so. I think it would still be the same. It's just not comfortable. Big oh, man. Problems. Don't get me started about when I was at the beach and the people with their bathing suits that sh- are not the bathing suits that are cut to be like cheeky, like your butt, like a thong. They're not cut for a thong. But they were like these girls. Were they, they pulling them up? They pull them up, face? and it's like, girl, do you not have like poo poo stains on your gr- bright green St. Patrick's Day bathing suit? Because when you take <laughs> it off, because that thing is up there. If they are wiping their bottom good enough, they I should know, have but like, stains. shoot, like, ugh. <laughs> Why? Why do they do that? They probably. And the, there was one girl. Oh my God! These You're girls, so this big group of girls came and they sat behind us at the beach. It was me and my dad and my brother. I don't think my mom was down there yet. Oh my God! This one girl, she came down there. She was really pretty and cute, and she was like real petite little black girl. And she comes out as she turns around. She has got this tiny, teeny tiny like, um, 
metallic gray bathing suit. She has this like really dark, like chocolate brown skin. So you can barely tell that this metallic, dark metallic bathing suit is on her. And then she had the bottom was the tiniest G string you have ever. And I was just like, and my dad and my brother were like, whoa. (laughs) She was just like laying in the sand right in front of us. And we were like, she was doing all, I was like, influencers of the wild. Oh Jesus. What are we going to do? Like, I mean, she, at least she looked good in it. That was the only thing that I was appreciative of. Cause sometimes these people, they wear that stuff and they're like, Ooh, I don't know what you've been doing, but you need to get a tan or like, I don't know. Like sometimes, you know, things don't look good. I have looked a couple times at Shein and I was like, I'm going to buy myself a thong bathing suit and not give a fuck. Like (laughs) not, maybe not a flan thong, but you know, one that has like a wide strap in in the, in the back but like still like it's kind of like one of those ones that kind of like it's, it's like a very small yeah, bikini but like very yeah. cheeky or whatever my ass would eat that bathing suit it in would a it would be a thong like mine my regular <laughs> bathing suits are thongs because they are my butt like my uh ta what are they called you know what they're ta3, TA3 bathing suits yeah. that i love are like they are high cut they are they high look cut. so freaking good on her and she hates it and i love it well i'm afraid to wear so like i brought it to the beach and i didn't wear it because i was like afraid to wear you it for my, my family and then like i wore it to one of my friends family's lake house and, like their whole family was there and like a bunch of kids and stuff and everybody and i like was kind of dating her cousin at the time and i her his parents were there and all this stuff and i'm just like I put it on and I got out there and he was like, whoa. And the it's like real low cut in the front. And I was like, I'm so embarrassed that I didn't have another bathing suit. And I was kind of like embarrassed to wear it in front of like everybody's. But I just like got in the water real quick and I was like, let me get in the water. <laughs> it looks so good on you, though. I love it. Yeah, it's a good. Ba- they're good bathing suits. I love those. I will say. Um, and I got a purple and a green one this year. I tried them on before I left. And they're different. You know, they've got like, di- yeah. I don't know why one of them has different straps, but like. The green one is the one that's like regular cut in the bottom and but my skin tone right now is so pale. It looks so bad. I'm like I've got to I got to get a tan before I wear it. I Listen, think. tomorrow and Friday it's going to be warm enough to sit at the pool. Sweet. Try to go out there as soon as you're done with work. Yeah, I might I'm I was thinking about it today like going and sitting in the sun for like a few minutes yeah. during lunch break or something like yeah. Yeah. But okay, well, um, wanna wrap this day up? Yeah, for sure. So we're getting towards the end of the month. So happy women's history month. Um, thanks for joining us today. You can find us on Instagram at Thick AF Podcast. Um, give our posts a like, a share, and give us a follow. And then you can send us an email um, with any FMKs or stories that you would like to read, um, that you would like us to read for you at thickafpodcast at gmail.com. And help us get a thousand followers on Instagram, please. Yes. Yep. And um, like, rate, and review us on Spotify, Apple, wherever you, you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining. We'll see you next week. Toodle.